Hi, friends. Welcome to Deep Dive, my brand new podcast born from a desire for critical thought, vulnerability, and awareness. I'm your host, Dana Falsetti, a thinker, a writer, a yoga teacher, an activist, an authenticity agent. Each month, you'll hear from me and my guests, ranging from iconic disruptors to everyday people, all candidly sharing our personal experiences on topics ranging from sexuality to social justice and consciousness to capitalism. Deep Dive is a space to tackle hard-hitting questions and controversial topics in a raw, empathetic, and curious way. And it's my space to rant and ramble freely, no holding back. Let's dive in. my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I am in London in the UK right now teaching my last weekend of workshops. I just got back to my place after teaching um, two long workshops today and I have one more day of workshops tomorrow before I head back to the States and it's really a bittersweet um, experience. You know, so much of me already feels moved on in so many ways but so much of me remains present in um in these workshops and just in these in-person connections that as much as um it can be very tiring and is very tiring um always just never ever ceases to inspire me you know as much as i um have anxiety around um showing up lately for various different reasons um the outcome is the same every time and has been for years and years that after every workshop i just feel full you know or more full than i did before and it's um it is it's the connection it's like any connected experience of this sort of mutual giving and receiving that I experience so strongly in these workshop spaces. And it's um, it's just been a beautiful experience. But anyway, I wanted to, um, I'm recording another voice memo on my phone uh, podcast over here. And I today deactivated my uh, Nolatree's account. I mean, I know I already had stepped away from it and kind of made the page private and haven't been active on there but I deactivated it today which I debated doing and not doing and you know I know a lot of people wanted the ability to access some of those captions or or images but ultimately I've decided um, that it's not what's best for me and today as I briefly logged on to the practice with Dana page just to share um, some stuff about the London workshops um, the first thing I saw in my notifications or in my news feed was, um, you know, my, my new, my other pair, not new page, but my other page practice with Dana being tagged, um, in like some conversation about me on a page where, uh, a yoga photo of mine had been reposted. Um, and this page, this like yoga feature page was sort of just celebrating, um, any impact that I've had um, and just sort of my existence in that space and what they personally felt that they had learned and, you know, just taking a moment to kind of honor that 
And I probably wouldn't have seen it if not for these tags anyway. But, um, you know, so I see these tags and there's like this whole conversation going on about uh, me beating a dead horse, talking about what it's like to be fat, talking about specifically what it's like to be fat and to um, be in the yoga world or be in the wellness world and all of these people kind of conversing in the comments um, about how they're so sick of me (laughs) talking about these things or how I used to be inspiring, one of my favorite things (laughs) to hear. Um, And just sort of all this back and forth, um, completely dismissing and disregarding the validity of my experience and completely dismissing and disregarding the validity of that shared experience and how important it is to bring um, insight to that and to vocalize it, to share for the sake of um, being seen and seeing others, but also for the sake of allowing a space for learning. And so what I see through these comments is a resistance to that, or perhaps even a personal guilt in maybe their own involvement, who knows. But what I do know and what I wanted to come on here to say is something that I've, I have I wrote in a caption on the Nola Trees page months ago, many months ago, before the break that I even took, um, about how incredibly tired, like truly tired, <laughs> mentally, emotionally, physically tired, I am of being consumed for inspiration by people who will continually dismiss my pain and my experience or only being consumed for inspiration by those folks when I am not highlighting the reality of this experience or my pain or making space and sharing um, with others. And this is the You know, there are many things that have led me to this decision, but this is sort of one of the primary reasons that I'm so specifically done with that one page is because what I allowed for myself and in that space and in mainstream media four or five years ago is not what I allow anymore. The parts of myself that I shared are not... um, that sharing is no longer limited to just those pieces. I no longer am working to assimilate for the sake of validation, respect, whatever it is. I am now, rather than assimilating, navigating, remaining intuitive and knowing who I am and what I need. And I'll tell you what I don't need (laughs) is for people to be benefiting from my work, my visibility, my existence in any way. I am a person, a human being, while also dismissing any part of me or anything that I need to say or need to share. And I realize that in my silence in so many ways about my experience or only highlighting certain parts of my experience, Right In the beginning, it was a lot about body image, about body shame, not um, about this sort of visceral fat phobia that I've only come to understand fully over the years through my own learning and broadening of my own lens. 
And I understand that many of the people who have been with me, right, who have, you know, kind of um, come into that Nolatrees page or learned about me through some of these mainstream places um, where almost the wrong things have been celebrated, right? I've talked a lot about um, the need for fat people to be exceptional in their bodies, to be seen and validated, right? I said in the workshop today, Um, that it's no mistake, right? It's no mistake that I've gained the visibility that I have gained. I am white. I am cis. I am able-bodied. I am hourglass. I am a smallish fat. There are so many different reasons. I'm young. There are so many different reasons. Um, I'm not the be-all end-all of fat yoga teachers. Never was, never will be. But there's a reason that my visibility um, or that people made space for my visibility in that way. And now I see talking about that real pain, talking about those really kind of complex things that we need to approach so that the whole experience of body shame and then trying to love my body and that whole thing in the beginning, building strength and to be validated so that that wouldn't even be needed. I said in the workshop today, it would have been such a beautiful thing to not have had to gain the physical strength in my body just to prove to myself that I could be strong. But because of society and the assumptions that are made about me, about fat people that then lead the individual to think that about themselves, I did have to find physical strength in my body to prove that I could be strong in any other way. And now I don't need it because I have it and I embody it in the ways that suit me and in the ways that I can show up. And it is no longer about that physical strength. And I have noticed so strongly through these shifts, through the shift in my language and what I aim to share on, uh, the parts of me that I show, the the thoughts that are, are kind of currently with me, how much so many of the people who are with me resist that or no longer um, enjoy it, right? But kind of will continue to linger because they don't like that I'm not theirs (laughs) is really all it is. And at the end of the day, I am not. I am not anybody's but my own. And the thing is, I don't want those people. (laughs) I don't want those people. I want the people who are listening to Deep Dive, who are listening to this podcast and who are ready to, to listen and to learn together. I want the people who are on the Practice with Dana page and taking those online classes and working towards accessible asana and working to support a community that can sustain itself by sharing and by prioritizing empathy and compassion. Those are the people, the people who show up to my workshops in person. Those are the people um, that I need, and those are the people who need me. And the people who continue, or, or who will even go out of their way, I mean, it really makes me, <laughs> it, it does make me want to cry a bit. The people who will go out of their way to go on a post where 
someone is kind enough to celebrate um, any of this impact. And then to see the discussion of the dismissing of my pain, which is the very reason that anybody finds me inspiring, whether I vocalize it or not, is really, um, it, it's hurtful. <laughs> it's hurtful. And um, the thing that's interesting is as much as I don't want those folks, um, they don't want me either. And a friend of mine just kind of said this to me as I was texting her about this and you know, vocalizing that I don't want these people anymore. It's not the right people. I've got 300 something thousand followers over there, but you know, half of them or whatever it is, um, are kind of from three, four or five years ago when the message was just different and they might think that they want me, but they don't want me just as much as I don't want them. They want me for them in the ways that Um, make them feel good about themselves. And my friend said to me, you are not their light. You are not their light, right? I cannot be somebody else's self-empowerment. I cannot be somebody else's self-love. And so all of this to say, and this is, I'm speaking for myself, but this this goes for everybody, that if you are not here to listen, and to respect this experience, then why are you here? To take advantage, to consume me, to take and take and take and take. And then when I say, I need something now, it's like, no. (laughs) And the thing is, what I tolerated four years ago is not what I tolerate now. What I allowed is not what I allow now. I have changed. And it's very obvious that many of the people who have been with me um, maybe haven't changed in the same ways. And that's okay. It's okay. Um, But the relief that comes from leaving behind a space that is so clearly um, challenging in this particular way and in other ways is just one of the most it's one of the most relieving things because I can no longer continue to fit or to try to force myself to fit into a box, a version of me that I am not. And maybe I was at one point, but I am not anymore. And I read something really interesting the other day um, about depression and this feeling of like, being so deeply exhausted from trying to be somebody that you used to be by trying to keep up with the way you used to do things or you know whatever example you want to use to the point that your body responds by collapsing and needing such a deep rest and reset because it can you cannot continue um, to be something that you are not. And I've experienced this before, and I'm experiencing it again. But my people-pleasing self, my um, innate tendency to take responsibility for other people's experiences are two things that I have been doing hard work to unlearn. And unlearning those things publicly 
when so much of my work has been revolving around my lack of ability to set that boundary um, has been a challenge for, for clearly me and also for many of the people who have kind of been following and have been involved. So it's just really interesting. I mean, I know I already released a podcast about kind of leaving Instagram specifically, but I don't know. I just have a few of these further thoughts on what it's like to grow and to no longer be able to force yourself into an old version of you. And especially when people are trying to pigeonhole you into that version of yourself and don't want to allow you to grow, don't want to allow you to express yourself and to expand. And I don't have a tolerance for it anymore. You know, I used to compartmentalize as much as possible and I tolerated so much because I thought it was worth it. And I suppose to a certain extent it was, you know, everything, you know, it's been a beautiful, beautiful few years in ways that I could never imagine putting into words and I never could have imagined happening at all. But none of it has come without sacrifice. And I am done. I'm just so, so done at this point. Um, allowing myself to be consumed um, without bounds, without my boundaries, and without the respect for my human experience. And so I'm sure nobody listening or very few people listening to this podcast fall into this category of not respecting this experience because you're here listening. And so, you know, you want to hear, you want to learn. But I just have such a visceral, I've just, I saw those few comments after, you know, I'm really not on social media much these days. Um, those few comments and me just feeling so strongly like fed up. I'm picturing that emo- emoji where the um, the smoke's like coming out of the nostrils. <laughs> it's like that. I feel like that. I'm so, so tired of and fed up and no longer tolerating, right? Just this this notion I said to myself, if you are here to consume me, or no, not even that. If you are here to dismiss my experience, to dismiss my pain, or to silence me in any way over either, you are not to consume me for anything, anything. And this is the new boundary moving forward and kind of part two of why it's been so significant to leave that behind. I'm so excited to allow myself to grow and expand and take up space in new ways, and get even deeper into critical thought, and to find even more personal freedom and autonomy by doing all of those things. And I am eternally and endlessly grateful for the folks who continue to be open and continue to want to learn, and those who come in and who are new and who this message is for. And just the acceptance for both me and for those who fall into this category of we're no longer for each other, and that's okay. But I reiterate, if you can't make space for me and my pain and my reality and experience, my thoughts and my emotions, all parts of me, you can consume me for nothing. And I really hope that this 
feels significant to those who are listening as well. Because yes, I'm talking about this on a large scale, but we do this in our personal day-to-day lives in so many different ways. Consider all of the ways in which you might surround yourself with people who want to benefit from you or who feel entitled to you in any way while not respecting you or your needs or your boundaries, your experience, existence, any part of that. As much as I am giving myself the permission to grow, I hope that y'all can do the same. As hard as it is to leave behind, it's what initiates something new. As intense as this transition is, it's perhaps the most significant one yet. And I hope that that resonates in your life as well. Thank you for listening. I'm going to eat a really yummy meal. And I'm going to watch TV and get a good night's sleep and prepare for my last two workshops tomorrow. Um, And I am ready. (laughs) I am ready for tomorrow night. The feeling of relief of being done. Um, with things that either no longer serve me or things that I just need some space from so that I can do some healing. Thank you all for listening and I will catch you next time. Peace. Hi friends, Dana here. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Deep Dive. If you want more radical truth, make sure you subscribe. You can also keep up with me across social media at Dana Falsetti or visit my website, danafalsetti.com to find workshops, speaking engagements, or take an online class. See you next time.